0: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Oh! Number field, number 7 we
1: You're talking about practice. Hello, you
2: play to win the game. The Yankees are champions of baseball. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Three, two, one.
3: Happy two. No time on the clock, and the Patriots have won Super Bowl 36. Short, open, Chicago with the
0: lead. Worldwide Sports Radio Network presents Below the
2: Mic. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is Below the Mic. As you know, I'm your host, Errol Marks, and my co-host, Mr. Speedy S. Vibrating Petey. As you know, you can call us at 631. What's the new number, Speedy? The new number is. Oh come on, Speedy! You're too slow today. What
1: is the number? Six three one nine seven one. Yeah,
2: there you go. Eight zero seven zero. As you guys know, you can call us at www at. Well, actually, you can reach us at (laughs) www. Dot worldwide sports radio dot com And you can follow us on all the social medias from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and Radio.com. As you know, we have a lot of sports to talk about, but before we do that, before the show started, I asked Speedy if he knew what a vibrator is. Speedy, do you know what a vibrator is? I don't know about the context you're going for. Well, but you said what? I said...
1: I would consider selling it for (laughs) the right price if I did research.
2: All right. So what would you be researching about that? How much money would actually be? So there are cheap ones and there are expensive ones. Do you know that? No. I don't know what market value is. Well, what color would you like it? I don't care. I'm selling it. (laughs) (laughs) Speedy's a salesman for Best Buy sure we'll go with that (laughs) oh man speedy as you know we do this every single below the mic show the week in sports here we go cam newton expected to be released due to the panthers struggles to find him a trade now Cam Newton was a Super Bowl champion. Well, he was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and he was an MVP champion a couple of years ago as well. It's crazy how a couple of years just break, and this guy, fighting injury, is completely tossed away by the Carolina Panthers, the new coaching staff, and the GM. It's a crazy story. Cam Newton deserves better than his ending with the Panthers. Yes, he does. He yes, absolutely he does. does. <laughs> This guy has been one of the best quarterbacks in the league for the last, I would say, five years. Uh, He's still fairly young. He's still in the prime of his career. He's coming off a shoulder surgery. That's going to be the question. And is he going to be ready for the start of the new season? That's going to be another question he's going to have to answer to all the teams that are going to be looking at him in free agency.
1: What's bizarre, too, is with all the RPO coaches now and concepts that are being rebirthed in the league, that he, he wouldn't get a spot because of that because that's his, his type of quarterback.
2: Absolutely. Los Angeles Rams release. Linebacker Clay Matthews and Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, who was the really the running champion a couple of years ago. This guy has been one of the best running backs in the league for the last four years. He's still fairly young. I'm very surprised that they dropped him. But they did pay him a lot of money a couple of years ago, and I think they're trying to freeze some salary cap so they can go after other free agents. As far as Clay Matthews, Clay Matthews is fairly old now. For a linebacker, I think he's 32, 33. He's at the end of his career. He played for his L.A. Rams. He, he grew up an L.A. Rams fan. Right. So now I don't know where he's heading. I don't know if he's going to retire. So that's going to be a story that we're going to be talking about for the next weeks to come. Julian Edelman likes the tweet urging wide receiver to join Tom Brady. Julian Edelman just signed a three-year deal with the Patriots last year. He is going nowhere and nowhere far with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. I think the
1: tweet was not him signing with Tampa. I think it was Antonio
2: Brown signing with Tampa. No, it was a tweet. It was for him? Yes. Oh, really? Yes. A fan fan posted something. You should be joining um, Tom Brady in Tampa. Oh, okay. And he liked the tweets. (laughs) And that's the story. Okay. Let's meet the Patriots' starting quarterback, (laughs) Jarrett Stidham's hot wife, Kennedy Stidham. Well, the only thing we can talk about of Jarrett Stidham is not his throwing arm. It's his beautiful wife. Figure that one out. I think Patriot fans are going to be looking towards the draft on where they're probably going to be searching for their future quarterback, it's going to be very intriguing and very interested, interesting in the next couple of weeks at the NFL draft.
1: Well, now, now between Jimmy Garoppolo and him, we know what Patriots quarterbacks do in their spare time.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> NBA news: Members of the Nuggets organization test positive for COVID nineteen. More corona. Does anybody have a lemon? Uh, NBA Two shut down teams' training facilities to staff. Players starting Friday. The NBA players will not be allowed to practice with their teams' training facilities beginning Friday for the next couple of weeks because of Corona. So, we're going to see what is going on in the next couple of weeks and what the NBA is going to do because the NBA season should be beginning again in June. These guys need to get back into shape and basketball shape. So, it's going to be very, very interesting for the next couple of weeks. Pistons test 17 members of Traveling Party for Corona. It it seems like everything is about Corona right now in the day of news. So, obviously going to be testing for it. No bulls showing signs of COVID-19, but will quarantine after the Nets news. Because they played the Nets about a week ago. Nuggets not advised to take tests despite possible... Coronavirus exposure. Very interesting. I do not know why the Nuggets are not going to do the test. <laughs> what are they trying to do? Drive fans away in May or June? They're, they're trying going. to strategically delay the cease of the benefit, though, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> MLB news. MLB draft. Not actually expected to be canceled. Very, very interesting. <laughs> uh, I don't know how they're going to be doing this because some of the players actually show up to the draft right. and accept their jerseys. I guess the players will not be there. Right, I think they moved it out of the
1: location already. They were going to do it in Omaha right, simultaneously with the originally planned Little League World Series, but that could even be pushed too. But now they're going to probably do it virtually.
2: MLB to reschedule games planned for Mexico-Puerto Rico because of the corona fears. So now the major leagues are trying to figure out ways on how to maneuver games so they can get those games in before the baseball season or during the baseball season so that's going to be very very interesting as we progress before the season starts. MLBPA wants full year of service time if season is cancelled season will not be cancelled ladies, ladies and gentlemen so I wouldn't worry about that there's no way in hell the major league is going to throw away multi-million dollars of money that they can win and maybe, so that's not going to happen. And the last story of the day. MLB should absolutely recreate all-time home run derby show during coronavirus stoppage. Why? old time home run derby show? They're going to put it all together, all the old time home run derbies, put them together, and, and kind of mix it up like, a, a, like a, a show. I don't know. They're, they're uh. going to... They're trying to put baseball on TV because there is no baseball right now. So they're trying to occupy the fans. So why not put the home run derby? Why would I want to watch that? As yeah. a baseball fan, I have no interest, no reason to watch an old home run derby except when Hamilton was smashing the ball all over Yankee State an 2008. That would be the only home run derby I enjoy to watch. So that is the week in sports here on Below the Mic. As you guys know, you can call us at 631 speedy nine seven one zero eight zero seven zero. See, I'm going to have to figure that out because this is a new number. So if you guys want to call the show, we will post the show's number for the next couple of days. So you guys will get the point on what number to call. And Speedy, that is nobody trying to call. I don't think so. so it would be ringing or vibrating, which you would sell a vibrator. You said that. It vibrated twice. Did it? It did. No, I, I didn't hear it vibrate. I didn't hear it vibrate twice. It did. but Did you? You're right. Not, nobody was calling. I figured. Anyways, I, I do want to get, and we are going to have two special guests on the show today. Our social media, yes, our two unbelievably talented social media guys and girls, Miss Jillian and Mr. Ricky, they're going to be calling the show at 620. That will be about three minutes from now. So once they get on the phone, we're going to put them through. But I do want to get into this story. And the story is right now is the NFL free agency market and trade market right now. And we've been talking about this for days. And there's really nothing else to talk about. There really isn't. And we might not be able to talk about it because we have Jillian, Jillian and Ricky coming on. So let's put them through, Speedy. Welcome to the show, guys. How are we doing? Hello. Do we did we lose you guys? I guess we lost them. Check if they're gonna pick up or, she'll, or. Anyways, they'll call back. Speedy, do it a little bit faster, and maybe they wouldn't be thinking that it was gone. Anyways, they're gonna call back. Ricky and Jillian will be calling up the show in just one second. Uh, Speedy has problems with phones for some reason, and he has problems with vibrators, but. I want to get into the free agent market, because right now, the way the NFL is moving, and we have the callers again, so put them through. Now we got Ricky on. Speedy, why do you have such a problem putting people through on the phone? They should be on. <laughs> Welcome to Below the Mic, who we speak you to. This is
0: Ricky and Jillian. How are you doing? Oh, finally, Hello, we get you
2: guys, finally, we get you guys through. Is, is Jillian's phone not working very well over there? Uh, uh, I'm
0: Oh wait! I shouldn't answer
2: that. Well, Speedy's not very good. Speedy's not very good at answering phones, so he has I did nothing problems. wrong there. But okay, he, he does everything wrong. <laughs> I on did the nothing show. wrong, but okay. So, how are you doing, guys?
3: Good. How are
2: you? you. Uh, we are good. We're here at below the mic, and we're here with Speedy Petey, who doesn't know how to use a phone. And he he told me he told me today, but if I had vibrators here at uh, at the Worldwide <laughs> Sports Radio Network, he would sell them. So what do you guys think about that,
0: Speedy? What the hell, man? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what he told me. Money talks. Money talks. And he says me? he just wants to go and do his research and, and sell them online. So, I, I Speedy has to learn how to use them first. So why do I care? I'm selling I mean,
0: them. You are going to have. You're going to have them. <laughs> why would I care about if I know how to
1: use them? I'm not, I'm not the. Uh, I'm not the guy helping the person use it. <laughs> why not? I'm selling it.
2: Well, maybe they, they'll I am buy you rid with of, it.
1: I am getting rid of it, essentially.
2: Well, but maybe they'll buy you with it. That wasn't part day. of the deal. Well, well it's a part of my deal. It's no, a it was never it's part a, of the deal. It's a two-way package, Speedy. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Nope. We're going to put you no, in I'm a in package. Bubble. Try again. We're Anyways, ahead. guys, um, why don't we talk a little bit about the NFL free agency market, which we we were talking about. We we're just about to get into my monologue. I see your post what do you guys think about what's going on in the NFL as we speak?
4: Well, I think that you know a lot of people were waiting to hear if Tom Brady was going to stay with the Patriots or if he was going to go to another team, and we found their answer that he is going to play for Tampa Bay. Were, were you guys surprised really about that? Interesting.
2: Were you guys surprised about that?
4: I was. He, he did call. He like Ricky texted me. He's like, he's going to Tampa Bay.
2: How about you, Ricky?
0: Yeah, I was. Oh wait!
2: You guys got to share the mic. You guys got to share the mic. (laughs) You got to share it. You got to share it. It
0: only took about. It was kind of funny actually because Jillian and I were talking. Where do you think he's going? Where do you think he's going? I'm like, I think it's Tampa Bay. And then about two hours, three hours later, it comes out, and I basically texted and told you.
4: And I'm like, damn, you're right.
2: Well, I've been predicting. I've been predicting that Tom Brady was no longer going to stay with the New England Patriots before the season even started last year, but I did not think he was going to Tampa. It really, it really happened as the season, as the end of the season came around. There were stories coming out with Tampa that Tom Brady was interested in the Buccaneers because of their wide receiving core and the great offensive talent that they have over there, and Bruce Arians, who is an offensive genius. I thought that was one of the main reasons why Tom Brady went over there. But I was hearing stories that the Las Vegas Raiders were the team that he was heading over to. And I also heard throughout the grapevine, before the playoffs were over, was the Tennessee Titans. Mm -hmm. Tennessee decided to go with – That was the
1: favorite for a while, yeah.
2: Tennessee was the team that signed Ryan Tannehill to $118 million, which had, to me, made absolutely no sense. You're paying Ryan Tannehill $25 million a year because he had – One decent season with them, and in the playoffs, he threw about, I don't know, 250 yards in three games. So, uh, to me, I would not have overpaid a quarterback that played a good second half that kind of money, especially going into the playoffs. And it wasn't really him. It was Derrick Henry, which they franchised. They didn't even give him an extension.
1: In the two playoff games they won, Derrick Henry threw just as many
2: touchdown passes as Ryan Tannehill did. It's crazy. (laughs) It's absolutely crazy. What did you guys think about what did you guys think about Slay getting traded to the Eagles? Speedy did not like that trade, and he thinks that well, he liked the oh, trade. For a the great Eagles, trade for the Eagles. But he hated the trade as far as the Detroit Lions. What did you guys think about the trade?
4: Ricky, go
0: ahead. Honestly, I forget what the uh what the Eagles had to give up, but I know third that third round and fifth round pick. Oh yeah. Then the Lions definitely screwed up because I mm-hmm. think Darius Slay is really good. He was he was uh, pulling the defense together, and it was uh and honestly, he was with him and I forget who else is on defense off the top of my head. But Their secondary is not very good. If that's 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 not at all. D- Darius Slay yeah. was the Slay best player. Was, yeah,
1: they had they've exactly. had a number two well, corner problem for years. Basically,
0: the entire secondary core being dropped. Right.
2: I'm very surprised that there were. I'm surprised that uh, there were a lot of other teams not interested in Darius Slay. He's been one of the top three corners in the league for the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. He's still fairly young. He's 27 years old. He's got a lot. Uh, to me, I, I think he has a lot of tread left on his legs. Uh, this guy has also been fighting injury for the last couple of years as well. But I do but nothing bel- major though. So yeah, but it's, not, it's not still injuries. It. And usually, when you have foot injuries that he has had in the last couple of years, usually it gets worse. And he's, he has been playing on turf for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. which gives you turf toe. Right. Now he's going to Philadelphia where he's going to be playing on grass, which I think will be a change for somebody like him playing eight or nine games now in In Philadelphia, where he's going to be playing on grass from definitely from different from turf, will it be better for him? I think it'll be better for him i don't know how he's going to i don't know how he's going to transition to it in nine games because he really throughout the season he played probably nine or ten times on turf because of all the other you know stadiums well, yeah, that chicago's
1: natural grass green bays natural grass uh, I think where the Chargers were playing their soccer stadium or whatever they were natural grass, so yeah. Probably is around town.
2: So, what did you guys think of what the Giants have done so far in the off season? Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
4: Well, I did, uh, well, one of our posts today was that uh, the Giants signed uh, former Patriots uh, uh, special teams uh, Nate Enger, which yeah. I think a lot of people were uh, happy about.
2: Um, I I don't know who's happy. I know I mean, Speedy's. I, I know, know Speedy's a Giant fan, and he wasn't very happy about it's, it. It's it's not a. It's not a flashy move.
1: It's just a special teams guy. So it's really well, it's a flashy
2: move because special teams is as, as important as the offense and the defense. No, I'm not denying that. But he's not Slater. I mean, he's not a star
1: not, special teams guy. Don't expect him to do much just on the defensive end is what I'm saying as a safety. So that's all it is. Nothing wrong with it.
0: Let me talk like Speedy. Uh,
2: He's like a robot. If you ever listen to our shows, he's like a robot. I keep telling him, speak into the mic, Speedy. Speak into the mic. He talks like this. (laughs) You sound like you're smoking cigarettes and you don't smoke. (laughs) You
0: sound like I'm smoking cigarettes.
2: Yes, you sound like you're smoking a cigarette. You have like a cigarette on the side of your mouth and you talk like this. I sound like I'm smoking cigarette. You sound like a robot, Speedy. Every time you're on the show. That's how like, I was mimicking a robot. Well, there you go. You, get, you put a little bit of enthusiasm into the mic, man. Robots don't put
1: enthusiasm.
2: Well. I
1: put enthusiasm.
2: Well, I didn't say you were a robot. You talk like a robot. I never said you are a robot. <laughs> Anyways, what did you guys think no, about the boy. Jets acquisitions? Adding some offensive line help. Joe Douglas said he was going to add some... Uh, some players to the trenches. That's been their problem for the last couple of years. Their offensive line woes. They are bringing back Winters. I heard Speedy. So oh really? That's what I heard. Yes, mm. they, they're going to have to cut his. They're going to have to cut his salary to seven million. If he cuts it down to seven million, they will keep him. If he doesn't, they will get rid of him. So, what do you guys think about the acquisitions of McCovern, Font, and bring back, Lewis? What do you guys think about that?
0: So I thought those were good moves, especially the O-line, or at least solid moves, if the O-line could just stay healthy and could just actually get it together for once, they have a shot at being the contender of the AFC East. for once, and well, my life, because I don't remember what was it, maybe like 10, 11 years ago? I was like 10 years old when the Jets last made the playoffs and weren't even a even the top. But 2010 was the last year they made like, the playoffs. All
2: right, stop sticking it to us, Speedy. I, I'm so sick and tired of hearing telling him <laughs> I'm your robotic voice. Him. <laughs> robotic voice. It scares me. Maybe I should go get a pan out of the kitchen and beat you on the head with it. How does that sound?
1: <laughs> All right. You'll have to produce the rest of the show
2: then. Well, I'll be knocked out. I well, <laughs> <God, that
0: laughs> could make a great Instagram
2: post. It would. Oh, yes, it I would. Did. You know what I would do? For us. You know what I would do? I would tape him to the back of the wall. And have him just like pretty much just laying there pretty much like in a little daze. And every time he wakes up, I hit him in the the head again with the pan. What do you think, Speedy?
1: Maybe he'll make a robot version of me so you can do that. And maybe we'll
2: put a vibrator in your hand so you can sell it. (laughs) Would a robot know how to sell a vibrator? I don't know, but you talk like one. I didn't say you were one. Okay, I'll make a I'll make a robot for for you. (sighs) Speedy, I
0: can't wait for you to go home later. Google what a vibrator is. Oh (laughs) Oh, boy! I Um, can't
1: wait for my robot self to appear in Errol's alter ego dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Ricky, you don't want to know what Errol's alter ego
2: is. like Slim Shady. Oh, well, air, when I'm not on air, I, I do a lot of crazy things. And Speedy thinks I torment little animals, which I don't. But you, th- oh, you think about it. Well, I do not think about torturing animals. Clearly hey. you do. You no, bring I do it up not. all the time. I, I, you call it torturing. You call it torturing. I don't call it torturing. All right, if you insist. I do insist. Anyways... um. <laughs> I, I do want to get back into the NFL free agency, and I I want to know your thoughts. And obviously the Jets, I believe, make good moves. I think they need to add a wide receiver. I think they need to go find themselves a pass rusher. There are not many pass rushers still available. There is Jadavian Clowney, and some stories that have come out in the last couple hours that don't count the Jets out of Jadavian Clowney's sweepstakes. So I guess the Jets are still interested in Jadavian Clowney. I just don't want to overpay for
1: Jadavian Clowney. Well, what? apparently his market is, is lower too than he expected too. He's not going to make as much as I think everyone was expecting him to. And How much think, do you think he's going to make? I think it's. I think 50, it's 55? Of, well, what, per year?
2: No, 50, 55, 55 million dollars for four years.
1: Three no, years. I think
2: he'll get a little more than that, but no. I, think,
1: I think it'll be more in the range of 16 per year, 17 per year, which is around, I think, 70
2: overall. Interesting. How many sacks did he have last year? Nine? Eight. I think it was nine and a half. Well, the Jets need that, but they they had Jenkins there. Is Jenkins that much worse than yeah. Jadavian Clowney? Yes.
1: How could you say that? Jadavian Clowney because only had... No- Jadavian Clowney could power rush, speed rush, stop the run. He had three move-
2: sacks last year. He had three sacks. Okay, In. Okay. In, in 16 games. In 13 games. Oh, so so you think that's good? You, he, was, you, he was. So you're telling me he was limited a lot. Now I'm going to beat John ahead with a pan because you he are. He was limited game. in certain <laughs> games. You is, are an idiot. Pete Carroll admitted that. Hold on one second. He didn't only play for Pete Carroll. He played for the Texans too. No, he didn't. He never he never played any games last year with the Texans. All right, so we uh, all right, so we played 13 games with Seattle, 13 games with that defense, and you're telling me he only had three sacks. That defense that has linebackers and a, oh, the, so so they, that's they, your
1: excuse. They, so let's what is let's, what is their that's defense? Your excuse? They have two good linebackers. Mm. They had a, a good interior defensive tackle and mm. Jaron Reed, who was suspended for for six games. Their secondary, outside of Shaquille Griffin, is
2: nothing special. Mm. That's the defense you're really banking on? I'm, I'm banking on this. Six years in the NFL, and he only has 32 sacks. This is a guy that we're comparing to Lawrence Taylor. He's a lot better than J- Jordan Jenkins. I didn't say he was a lot better. Go look at Jordan Jenkins Jordan numbers. Jordan Jenkins is just a speed rusher. Go look at Jordan Jenkins' numbers. They're just as good... As Mr. Jadavion Clowney, I will pay Jordan Jenkins thirty to forty million dollars for three years, then pay this um, idiot—I don't know—sixteen, seventeen million a year for four or five years. I'm not paying a guy that got three sacks on Seattle last year. Sorry, not doing it. So I'm going to beat you on the head with a pan, not just hit you on the head with a pan. It's stupid. (laughs) It's stupid. Oh God. Maybe, maybe we should take you cockfighting. Now you're back to random animal stuff. Wow. Well, uh, maybe I should take you cockfighting. Aye, aye, aye. I should take you cockfighting. I yeah, really should. so weird. What? You've never gone cockfighting? <laughs> we went over this two weeks ago. Have
1: you gone cockfighting? No. <laughs> Nor so do I know. have any desire to go cockfighting. Why not? Why would I want to watch those animals beat each other up? Well, because well, it's fun to watch.
2: No. They don't die. At least okay. some of them don't. Okay. Cool. <laughs> maybe they have corona. Who knows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you going to go test them? Why don't you go test them?
2: Well, I'm not going to go test them. I don't want to get Corona. So maybe we'll send you. No. <laughs> that is not happening. <laughs> How about if we give you a pan and you... F- Actually, I'll give you two vibrators and you can fight those cocks over. What do you think? The, the, they <laughs> wouldn't sell me the money I want. What, what are you talking about? How do you know that a rooster... All right. What is rooster currency? <laughs> Oh, we are talking to Ricky and Jillian, our two social media. At least we're trying to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, maybe. Uh,
2: I'm having some some fun here. I'm having some fun here with them. And I'm having some fun with you, too.
0: I'm having fun. I am having great fun. fun.
2: See, Speedy, they're having some fun. Maybe. Maybe I should tell you to get me a pan so I could beat you on the head on live radio. What do you think about that? What no. That would be funny. That would be that would be a sales tactic for all the fans to watch. Oh, popcorn. I'll be eating my hamburger and watching this. No?
0: Okay.
2: How about if you plucked a cock? What do you think about that? A rooster. Have you ever touched a rooster before in your life? Maybe when I was like six or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking about, guys? See what I'm talking about? So let's get back to the NFL. <laughs> let's get back to the you know, I'm, I'm done with the rooster talk. Uh, anyways, um, let's talk about more of the free agency market that you guys have been posting. I, I got to give you guys a lot of credit. All the stuff that you post. And look at Speedy's face. He looks like a killer now. Looks like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> like a, he's nah, about we're to... to go there again? <laughs> yeah, she look oh, like a killer. you may
0: want to sleep with one eye open.
2: I might. Yeah. I might have to. I don't know what he carries in his back pocket. Well, uh, I kind of figure what he's... He's trying to sell them. So, anyways. Um,
0: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> anyways. Uh, so, what is... What are the who are the winners and who are the losers right now in your guys' eyes? Uh, you, Jillian, who do you think is the winner, the winners right now and the losers right now in the free agency market for the NFL? Well, I think you
4: know Tampa Bay is definitely up there because they acquired they got
2: Tom Brady, so obviously they're up
4: there with the uh, Do you you guys for sure.
2: do you really think Tom Brady leaving Bill Belichick is going to be the same quarterback he's been for the last couple of years? Remember, he's going to be forty three years old. Going into a season, yes, he's got a lot of weapons, a lot of weapons, but he has no offensive line. They're going to have to go searching deep, deep oh, into this one. Ricky, would you like
4: take to take one. It? Go, go ahead, to take Ricky. Oh,
0: I'm glad you asked. Go ahead, Ricky. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I've been thinking for years about this, basically. I don't think Brady would be anything without Bill Belichick. It's all, no, I, I agree it's all Belichick. Look In at you. Opinion, Look
2: read. at you guys. Maybe you guys should go cockfighting. You guys agree with everything, you know? Maybe you should go with Speedy. Maybe you'll, you'll bet on the right rooster. Now, Ricky, I, w- I, I just want to say...
0: vibrators. Oh, <laughs> I was going to
1: ask, if there's any coach among the available destinations you would want him, obviously besides Belichick, to be able to do, don't you think it could be successful with Bruce Arians, who's done it with a lot of different veteran-type quarterbacks, both as an offensive coordinator and as a head coach? And he's also managed I mean, well in Arizona with a lot of bad offensive lines, too.
0: I think Arians has a shot, but at the same time, I think no one could do it really like Belichick.
2: No, I don't, I'm not saying His that. offense is completely
1: different. Oh, I agree. I'm not saying it's going to be the same. I th- I'm saying it's going Tom gonna...
2: Brady likes to step back three times and let it go. He's not going to be able to do that in Bruce Arians. Oh, I agree. I'm not he denying steps that. back five I'm, times. I'm six not times. saying he's
1: going to be the same thing as prime Tom Brady. I'm just saying he can be successful with weapons and with Arians if they can get some level speed. of speed. Speedy, he's
2: been in the same structure offense his whole career for 20 years. Now he's going in Bruce Arians. Difficult offense. It's a difficult offense. And he uses wide all right. receivers all over the field. Carson Palmer did it, no problem. Carson, Carson
1: Palmer's not Tom Brady. Okay, Carson Palmer played with the same team for eight years or whatever. And-
2: Carson Palmer, when he played for the Bengals, he was a step-back quarterback. He would step back four or five times and release the ball deep. Tom Brady usually short passes. That's what he structures his game on. Short passes, and once in a blue moon, he'll throw a deep pass. Now he's got three, you know, two or three wide receivers and a tight end in O.J. Howard that he's going to have to share the ball to. He's got to feed the beast, and I think he's going to have a problem over there with Bruce yes, Arias. because
1: when's he ever had a problem spreading the ball around?
2: When he has no good offensive line. His offensive line, this offensive line but is going it's, to be worse no, it's, it's bad. than the Patriots' I know that. offensive line. I last know year.
1: that. I said this is all in circumstance. Boing!
2: If, if they
1: draft the tackle, like Boing. They, they almost have to now, and if they at least... That's improve, me hitting him in the head with a pot. Improve some areas with their right tackle position. They, Marpet and Jensen are good inside, but they need tackles for sure. And again, O.J. Howard was used a lot to block last year. Don't be surprised if they don't improve the right side, if they try to do that too, and have Breit be more of a receiving tight end as well. Mm.
2: Guys, I want to know what you think about the wrestling situation. I've been reading some things about Vince McMahon and WrestleMania. He is thinking about still having WrestleMania, but without a crowd. uh, Without a crowd. it's
4: going on, actually. It's going to be at the uh, WWE Performance Center in Orlando, and um, it's now split into two nights. Uh, So it's two days of WrestleMania now, which is going to be very interesting to see how they pull that off.
2: What is this like so SmackDown and Raw without any fans? i have never been done before. I'm not gonna have. A, I, 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 haven't watched wrestling in a very long time. But do you think I'm gonna want to watch a wrestling, a fake entertainment match when there's no fans screaming and going crazy out in the audience? Why would I want to watch I'm that?
0: Carol, I would watch out with what you're saying. I'm, I'm getting, just speaking the truth. Getting angry. I'm no, just.
4: Not, not at all. I'm just. You know. I'm, I'm just speaking the, the truth. That aspect of not having any fans. And to see I think it's it's gonna lose that aspect of you know all that hype coming mm-hmm. with all the fans there. So it's gonna be missing that special element that the fans that WWE Universe does bring. And as of right now they're also doing like Monday Night Raw with in the performance center without fans. They're doing everything without fans, which is it's interesting, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I, I do miss you know, being able like to go to events and actually, you know, because it's different watching it on TV and being there and just the atmosphere when the, when WWE when the when the superstars music hits, it's it's just it's something you gotta have an audience with without. I think you know you're just
2: yeah. I wish I had, it had a, it. I wish I had like a, a ladder sitting right next to me so I could beat speedy with it that would be really funny <laughs> slam him on this table during a live show <laughs> and then maybe while he's like laying on top of the table and before i Can drop the elbow match? They, they, well we'll we'll call it vibrators and chairs what do you think? Knocked out by then. the vibrators and chairs match what do you think i'll be knocked out by that <laughs> hashtag it up. <laughs> you well, you can post that up. You can post that up. We'll have You know what you guys got to do? You got to get a picture of Speedy, a funny picture on his Facebook and and you call the match. You could put me against him, vibrators and chairs. What do you think? What do you guys think? Let's do yeah, that. I think I think that would be that really happens. funny. I think that'll be really funny. Who do you think will win in the vibrators and chairs match? Earl. Earl. What do you think, Speedy? Who do you think will win? That wouldn't be
1: easy. That would be too easy for you.
2: Why would it be too easy for me? I I don't. I. I... You have a chair,
1: and you're stronger, and you have a vibrator. That's irrelevant. (laughs) Unless I electric shock you, that's my only chance. (laughs) The only chance I have, which is a one percent chance, is electric shock.
2: (laughs) Well, you could always choke me. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh man. I love Speedy. I love messing around with him on the show. But anyways, guys, thank you for yeah, calling. What well, I'm telling you, you gotta post it up. Vibrators and Chairs. I think you should call it Vibrators right, and Chairs let's, Match.
4: Let's get, Ricky, let's get on that. Yeah, take a picture.
2: I'm serious. It'll be really funny. I think it'll be really funny and I think it'll sell to the fans. Vibrators and chairs match. Who do you think will win? <laughs> Get a vibrator in Speedy's hand and a chair in my hands.
4: Of course, you would win. Photoshop skills need to come into work now.
2: Well, you can blind me with the Indigo ones. You know, maybe it has Again, a flashlight that's at the a end low of- percentage play. What do you mean a low percentage? If you blind right, me, with us
1: a flashlight vibrator. All right, your eyes are smaller than most of your other body parts. That'll make it hard. And so is the vibrator. You can hit me with a chair anywhere and have impact.
2: No.
3: Called dual
2: wielding. <laughs> oh, man, Speedy. You are one sick, perverted man. You know that? <laughs> I'm not the one coming up with this fight idea. <laughs> I'm just telling you what would happen. Well, you, you guys got to look at some of our old pictures. Speedy wearing a girl's dress. I think you need to get that. Post that vibrators and chairs match. Have Speedy in the dress. I'll find it. I'll send it to you guys and me standing over there on the other side with my shirt off, ready to hit him with a chair. What do you think? <laughs> no, Speedy? Well, Speedy has a vibrator as a weapon. I'm already out of this. Yeah, this, that, that, is <laughs> this is all your guys' enjoyment. This is all your guys' enjoyment. Oh, guys. Guys, thank you for calling the show. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. I'm telling you, post up that thing. I, I, think, I think that will have a lot of hits. I really do. If it's funny, it'll be really – I don't care what you guys do – Make it look funny. I I think Speedy will enjoy it, right, Speedy? I'm already not enjoying it. This
1: is for the public to enjoy. I will I will improve. I will improve. I will improve,
0: I will improve
1: ratings of social media at my sacrifice.
2: <laughs> oh, and guys, how do you, how do they find you on social media?
0: I have. I'm on Instagram at the real the real and D-H.
4: On. And I'm on Instagram at g i l o i n underscore C-O-H-E-N on Instagram and Twitter.
2: Well, guys, if you guys check out uh, the interview, you'll actually see that I made you guys a picture of both of you. Yeah, I
4: saw that. Yes. I that also. So we're I watching the it. show.
2: So there you go. And every time you call the show now, we'll put that on. And maybe we'll add something funny to it because I usually add something funny. Maybe, maybe we should show him something funny. Why don't we send them the Jeff picture? What do you think? Why don't everybody look at Jeff for a second? You guys take a look at this. This is, a, this is a wonderful picture of Jeff. This really is. It's going to come up in just a few seconds, guys. Check out Jeff, the Wonder Man, who likes to sink into the bottom of it. There he is. Look at that beautiful face, man. Good old Jeff. Oh my God. Good old Jeff, you know, and we're going to save Beef because Beef hasn't called the show yet. Beef is the one that I think is the funniest, and Keds, I think, is the funniest, (laughs) too. Yeah, they are funny. But I didn't do anything to you guys because I I respect you guys, and I love you guys, and keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank
4: you. Thank you for having
0: us. Thank you. Absolutely.
2: Post up that thing. Vibrators and chairs.
0: We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen if you send us that picture. I will. We will do it. All right. I'm going to do it.
2: it. I'm going to do it. I'm absolutely going to do it. Thanks, guys. Jillian and Ricky, guys, our social media uh, people who work really, really hard every single day. And you guys, if you're not liking the posts that they post up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like it. I'm serious. Go out there and like their product. They really put a lot of time into our work. I love them. Both of them, Jillian's a sweet girl, and Ricky, young man who has a lot of talent, and, and both of them are moving up in the world. So I love those guys. that are coming home hopefully soon. Stay out of the corona's way, except if it has a line. Anyways, nice. there you go. You like that one? Mm-hmm. Look at that, Speedy. I made you laugh. I put a smile on your face. <laughs> All right, guys. You can call us at 631.
1: Oh, God, I got to get the number
2: oh, up. Put again. the number up on there, Speedy. Put it up there. There you go.
1: 631-971-8070. How do you not remember that it's on our our feed? Because I have to go to this transition screen.
2: Well, use your brain here, Speedy. As you know, you can follow us by going to our website at WorldwideSportsRadio.com, and you can follow us on all our social medias. Read our blogs, guys. We have great stories right now. Evan put up two new stories, and, and, and obviously our morning boys, Ryan Hickey, has put up a new story as well, so check that out as well, when we come back, more in the NFL free agency market here on the Worldwide Sports Radio and below the mic.
0: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Mm-mm, mm-mm,
2: mm-mm, mm-mm. Do you know the words of this song, Speedy? No. <laughs> so why would you pick He's, this track? He sings most of it in a different language. <laughs> why would you pick this track if you don't it's know a good the words? Instrumental. <laughs> Yeah, well, now you have to. Force we only me. sing
1: at the end of the show. <laughs> uh,
2: I sing at all parts of the show. I have a, I have a terrible voice. I do. What four nine nine zero. What is our other n- number by the that's way? That's why I was giving you a break from singing. First of all, oh, well, that's that's because. It. And we our number to call now is I gotta remember this 631-971-8070. Again, it's six three one nine seven one. That's easy. Eight zero seven zero. As you know, you can go to our website at WorldWideSportsRadio.com, and you can find Speedy Petey and smack him on the head with a baseball bat. Or a viper. Anyways, I want to get back into the NFL free agency market. Wow, Speedy, you like this track. You're shaking your head, you're dancing. Did you actually dance to this song at one point in your life? I doubt it, because I don't think I... I don't know where... Has anybody seen Speedy dance before? Seriously. I mean, if anybody has never seen Speedy dance, well, you can come out for my birthday. It is one of the funniest things you'll ever see in your entire life. And he, he does draw a crowd. I'll tell you that. He, he does a lot. of. He drew your friends. Well, it did draw my friends. But uh, he's like a rockette. You know, it, it's, it's big, flooring. You know, what, what do you call them? Flush kicks? What do we call them? I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I just do it. I don't, I don't kinda, know. I never.
1: I saw a rockette show when I was like seven.
2: Well, is that where you learned your dance? No, (laughs) just do random things. (laughs) You do. You do do random things. That's for sure. It's, It's definitely funny. It's something that you'll never forget. So if you guys ever want to watch Speedy Dance, you come out for my birthday, April 28th, my birthday bash. But we'll see. We might have to push it off because of Corona with a line. Anyways, let's go into free agency. And we were just talking with uh, a shout-out to Ricky and Jillian for calling the show. They wanted to call the show today. Love those guys. They put a lot of time and a lot of work into our social media, and I really appreciate everything that they do for us. But how about the Rams? We were just talking about the Rams, but the Buccaneers. I mean, there were stories coming out the other uh, other day. Other deer. (laughs) Other day. Well, are you going to tell me I'm, I'm taking shots at deers now?
1: No, he didn't do that yet. (laughs) Of course, it could lead to that eventually. Well, it
2: could. I don't want to get into deer stories on this show. That's for sure. Anyways, but there were stories coming out from Tampa that there could be a reunion with Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown played one game in New England with Tom Brady. One game. One. One game. And they're talking about a reunion. I, I understand Julian Edelman. If Julian Edelman, if there were stories coming out that they were going to drop him and he was going to go to Tampa, I understand that story. This story makes absolutely no sense. And the fact that anybody would think that Bruce Arians would bring Antonio Brown to that team where his team right now is young, talented, and they don't need Antonio Brown, uh, as as far as I'm concerned, as a wide receiver, why would he bring him in? I mean, this story is is ridiculous. And the fact that people even thought that was going to happen – is just absolutely ridiculous. And plus, even if he's not going to be overly pricey, he's still
1: going to be pricey where they're better off spending that money in other areas, getting offensive line help, getting secondary help, getting a running back, go after Melvin Gordon, why not?
2: Well, that's going to be an interesting thing right now because Melvin Gordon still has a lot of tracks left. mm -hmm. And and, and to me, he's got more left than Todd Gurley. Gurley... Gurley has not looked good in the last couple of years. And as as far as I'm concerned, running backs have a lifespan of seven to eight years. And Todd Gurley has been in the league for about four years, five years. And I think he's done. I, I really do. I don't think he's fully done. I still think he can give you a good 900,000-yard season if, if he's put in the right offense. But he was in Sean McVay's offense, a very offensive game. And, and, yes, it's a throwing pattern game, the way he likes to air the ball out. But the first year he, he was – McVeigh took over the team, he was running all over the place, Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, with the injuries that he fights and and really all the off-the-field off, off – the And I'm not talking about off-the-field stuff like Antonio Brown, but off-the-field stuff, the guy can't stay injuries, healthy. Yeah. Uh, he just – every time – he, he didn't get hurt on the field. There was a couple of – Those arthritic knees, yeah. right? Yeah. He was getting hurt, hurt off the field, so I think Todd Gurley. If, if anything, I would say, I would say Tampa looking at Todd Gurley. Because I think Bruce Arians' offense is run through a power. But that's back. another
1: problem with a bad offensive line, though. So. He, well, but
2: he's so a power back. Melvin Gordon's more hmm, like. A I wouldn't finesse. say he's a pure power back, though. He's a well-rounded running back. I think he's more of a power back. I really do. I, I mean, now with his knees and everything that's going on with his knees, I think he's going to be a power back. I don't think he's going to be able to do the things that he does on the outside of the field, if unless he's going to drop a lot of weight. And this is this is a big running back. He's Melvin Gordon sure. is a lot smaller than him. Okay.
1: I but mean, I also Todd th-
2: Gurley's a big man.
1: I also think, too, obviously, one with the injury risk and two with the tackles being iffy. Melvin Gordon has, for, throughout his career, played behind more bad offensive lines than Todd Gurley has. Todd Gurley played behind one last year in the limited times that he did play. But Melvin Gordon seems like pretty much he's played behind a bad offensive line his whole career. And he's, uh, he's better at creating his own runs, where I think that would help him a lot more. Gurley is probably a better receiving back, which helps in Arian's case, which is a pass happy offense. But again, for similar amounts of money, I think Gordon's just better all around. It's not like Melvin Gordon's a bad pass catching back. He just never has gotten the reps as much.
2: Broncos release Mr. Flacco. And and here's the thing. I think Flacco still has enough tread on him where he could be a backup quarterback in this league. I really <laughs> do. go back to
1: the Ravens. <laughs> no, I I
2: really would like to see the Jets bring him in. You have Joe Douglas there. He was a part of the organization when they drafted Joe Flacco. Flacco won a Super Bowl MVP. He was a Super Bowl champion. I think you'd be great to be in the corner of Sam Darnold and work with Sam Darnold and be on, you know, be behind Sam Darnold as a backup quarterback. That's where I think Joe Flacco would fit with the Jets, one of these organizations that had either a GM that worked for the Baltimore Ravens or an organization that has Raven executives a part of the organization. Because I think Joe Flacco still has a little bit to give to some of these young quarterbacks. And even though last year there were stories coming out, of Bronco's camp that he wasn't helping. Um, uh, what's his name again? The young quarterback. that Locke. Lock. Mm-hmm. They were not helping Locke. He wasn't helping Locke. I think that Flacco going to the New York Jets with Sam Donald, I think that would be a very good help for mm-hmm. for someone like Sam. And, and and he's a good backup quarterback because Sam, let's be honest, he can't stay healthy. We have to right. see if Sam could do it in a 16, actually a 17-game season now. So, which is a significant amount. Adding another game is like adding two more games to the NFL in, in my eyes, especially to their legs, their arms, and their bodies. So uh, I'm interested to see. And I don't know how this CBA came out. Did anything come out with as far as preseason? Are they going to cut? Yeah, some they're of the preseason? cutting one
1: preseason game.
2: Well, that's not much. I mean, you're still going to have three preseason games. And I don't know. I I, I like the CBA rule because I'm going to see more football. But for a player, if I was an NFL player, I would not like the CBA rule, and I, I don't feel like I'm making enough right. enough money in, in the first two or three years to really accept this because it's going to take till 2022, 2023 for it to feed where you you know an average player is going to make a million dollars a year. So, um, I think that with with all these acquisitions and some of these free agents that are out there, these older free agents, you have to look: are they capable of staying in the NFL and competing. Tom Brady is a freak of nature. It, mm. He's just a freak of nature. His training, his, his his ability to stay on the field is absolutely ridiculous. Is this going to be the same Tom Brady we've seen? We've said this over and over again. I do not think it's going to be the same Tom Brady. And anybody that thinks it is, uh, obviously I haven't watched Tom Brady for the last two years. He has not been the same quarterback. So, And this is a different offense. This is a right. the, This is why I've I've argued this. Who's better, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady? I've argued this over and over again because Tom Brady's been under the same offense for 20 years. Same coach, same offense, same everything. Yeah, different players, but it's the same offense he knew. Now he's going to Bruce Arians. He's never been in this situation before. He hasn't been in a situation like this since Michigan. I think he's going to be put in a situation where, who knows? He could be good could take him a couple of games, six, seven games to figure things out on who his weapons are or what his weapons can cap- are capable of doing. Yeah, they're a little different in terms of the weapons than what they've had in New
1: England because the Patriots usually don't prioritize bigger-bodied receivers, which is what Mike Evans is. And Chris Godwin to an extent too is is pretty big for – his, he's fast and then he's, he's bigger as well. So it's a little different in that sense, but it's also more talented receivers, probably besides Randy Moss, more talented receivers for being that young than he's ever had So So it'll be different in that sense, different types. But the tight ends are going to be similar. He's always prioritized his tight ends. O.J. Howard and Cameron Braid are both good there. And again, if Arians didn't think he would fit, I don't think he, they would have signed him in the first place. So I think he trusts his own coaching ability at this point for the two years. It's a two-year contract to be able to do something like that. If he didn't trust $30 million. That, if he didn't trust that, I don't think Jason Licht would have gone
2: after him. So I think Arians definitely had influence into that. Well, I also think it's Tom Brady, and and he thinks that Tom Brady could be put in any single offense, and it'll work. Right, but the Tampa was never on anyone's radar until only recently. Well, because of the weapons he has. Tom Brady had the Chargers. Uh, I think the Vegas uh, Raiders actually stepped away from the talks because there were stories coming out from Raider camp, I think a couple of weeks ago, that John Gruden is going to keep Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. which I was very surprised because I was hearing stories after the season that he wasn't. But I guess he sat down with Derek Carr and they fixed things up because he decided to stick with Derek Carr, which I think is the right thing to do. Derek Carr is in the prime of his career. Uh, To bring in a a veteran quarterback that's 43 years old, you have to expect to win now. And I still think they're at least two years away from being Mm -hmm. a championship competitive team. But I love what John Gruden did last year. I really do. But... uh, what do you think about these these moves Minnesota has made in the last couple of days? That is strange what they're doing. I, I don't know why because they
1: gave they gave up they, they gave Kurt a lot of money. Right, and then they trade Diggs. I mean they got Well Diggs and him don't get along. They 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 got a, just him and Thielen. They had a decent return for Diggs, which is fine, but again they gotta again replenish a lot on defense now. They already have issues with their offensive line. They were a little better last year. But again, they got rid of Josh Klein, who was a good guard. They got rid of Everson Griffin. They got rid of Xavier Rhodes. It seems like they're just purging assets for whatever reason. Now, granted, they've always been a good player development franchise, so maybe you can trust them in that sense to be able to replenish that. But again, it's still hard to do it all at once in that division, which is already pretty good and in a tough NFC. And also, again, with two years left for Kirk Cousins. This is a veteran quarterback, a 32-year-old quarterback. This is your window. Why are you trying to purge assets now? It doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Well, I I do believe the reason why they gave Kirk Cousins that extension extension because of the 49ers. I think the 49ers, if they weren't going to get him in a trade, they were going to wait until the offseason next year and they were going to bring Kirk Cousins in. And who knows, maybe they trade Jimmy Garoppolo or send Jimmy Garoppolo another place. So I'm very surprised that Kirk Cousins got – that much money and a two-year extension after giving him 80 million. dollars, And that was all guaranteed money. So yeah. it made no sense. But Kirk Cousins, the last two years in Minnesota, say what you want, statistics show that he's had a very good two years with the Minnesota Vikings. Right, which makes it less, le- less reasonable to cut other
1: players because of it. Kirk Cousins can deserve his extension all he wants, but again, that doesn't mean you
2: have to cut everyone else with it. Mm. How about this? When you think of what the NFL is doing right now in free agency and how many acquisitions and so many moves, and, and we talk about GMs and, and what these GMs are doing and trying to rebuild their teams and stock up on certain positions like the Jets with the offensive line, the Giants trying to build their defense, add veterans to that defense. What player right now that's still available are, is a player that you would bring to your team right now? I, there are a lot of them... Pretty much signed. There are a couple of running backs that are available. There's a couple. Jaden Clowney still available. I do not want Jaden Clowney. If he's expecting 16, 17 million, I I, I would stay away from him. I, if I was the New York Jets, I would stay away from him. But what guy that is available right now in free agency that is a big name that you could say that would if he goes to that team is he going to make a big difference to that team? That's that's the question.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting question because it's a lot of them are going to be pass rushers at this point. There's a, every other position seems to have them off the board. The corn a lot of corners have gone already. Robbie Anderson's still available. Robbie Anderson, I mean, like I said, he's, he's, a, he's he a, thought he was
2: going to get $12, 13 million dollars. I don't even think he's going to get that. Right,
1: he's a he's a three really at best. And I
2: think he's a I think he's a two.
1: You think he's a two? I think
2: he's a two. He's averaging, and if you look, and I understand, you're going to say, well, it was three or four games, he got seven, eight hundred yards. Mm -hmm. To me, it doesn't matter. If you're getting eight to nine hundred yards, you're a a two. That's what a two does. What does a one do? He gets you 11, 12, 1300 yards. What does a two do? He gets you, you know, between nine and a a thousand. And that's, that's Robbie Anderson. He is a two. Is he a bona fide two? No, he's not a bona fide two. He's a two. Is he a great two? No, he's not. But he's available, and I'm surprised that Oakland didn't go after him. I wouldn't be so surprised if – and I I think – when you look at the big picture, I could see the Bucks going after Robbie Anderson. Why not? They need a deep threat guy. They have two guys that are big as Yeah, I don't think they need a deep threat guy, though. <laughs> now, he would fit in
1: what Arians likes to do because Arians has done well with smaller, faster receivers. You won't receivers, have to pay him a lot but... of money, especially if it goes to play with Tom Brady. I think, Like I said, I think they're better off spending that money in other areas. Stay away from wide receivers. If you want to draft the gem maybe in the fourth or fifth round because Arians did that in the past with Arizona. He found some good gems late in the draft. If you want to do that, okay. I How about think, Kenyon
2: Drake? I think you're going uh, to, he franchised. He's oh, they franchise yeah. him? Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised they franchised well, he, Ken. He played really well with Arizona. He, he did. Sense. He did, but they added uh, Hopkins and you know, Hopkins is going to see the ball a lot with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and I'm very surprised you haven't seen them make any acquisitions for the offensive line. They have one right. of the worst offensive lines mm-hmm. in football. And I understand you think you're going to stock up in the, in the draft. You gave up a lot of draft picks for Kyler
1: Murray to move up to Kyler Murray. Right, so you're essentially going to have to rely on definitely drafting a tackle now because now you don't need a... Where are they drafting? They're number 8. Now they don't need a receiver. Every mock draft previously linked them to a receiver. I didn't know why. And now you don't, definitely don't need a receiver. So now it's a must to get a tackle at that number 8 pick. And again, you'll have to bulk up the interior in later draft picks and hope to hope to draft well, really. It's because you're running out of money and you're running out of
2: time, really. Well, they're running out of time because you're... You, you moved up to get Kyler Murray, and you decided to give up on Rosen, and that's not a call, Speedy. I'm just letting you know. Okay. But to me, when you look at the big picture right now, the team that really got better, and, and they didn't have to make that many moves, is the Ravens. They added Campbell mm-hmm. to that defense that is still one of the top defenses. They didn't lose any defensive players in the Yeah, they did. Season. They lost Michael Pierce. Yeah, they lost that's, their nose tackle. That's, that's not big. Yeah, no, he's no. a good run stopper. He's a good run stopper, and they added Campbell, and they can uh, – with the players that they have on the bench. You look at run stoppers. To me, you can add anybody to clog up the middle. You can add any big man to clog up the middle. I'm sorry. I'm not paying Michael Pierce, who's probably going to get tons and tons he of got, money. He got signed by the Vikings. So How much? I think it was $8 million a year. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not a lot of money for a guy that – you know. But I'm surprised. Snacks is still available. Yeah, he is. Snacks is still available. I, I put snacks there. You don't have to pay snacks a lot of money. What are you gonna pay him? Two, three million dollars a year. I would go after snacks. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that can clock up the middle. You don't need to spend any money. And they they added Campbell, who I think is still one of the best pass rushers in all of football.
1: Yeah, three years twenty seven, so nine million a year for Pierce. Well, I'm not saying it's a bad move to let him go. I'm saying I'm just saying it is still a loss on defense. Brandon Williams is, is fine as a nose tackle. He, the problem is he's been dealing with injuries, and Campbell, as good as he is, he's not
2: a nose-tackle type in a 3-4. He's a 3-4 defensive end. And how about Tua? I mean, there's stories coming out that Miami invited Tua to come down and check out the facilities over there, which usually means that they're probably going to draft him at their their number one pick. They have three number ones in this year's draft, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Three five, no- 18, and 26. So they have three number one draft picks. I, I could see Tua going five to Miami. If he doesn't go five to Miami, he's probably going to go to the Chargers. So, And that's where I think he's heading. I think he fits better with the Chargers than Miami. But, again, I think Tua is a big name, and Miami's trying to make a splash. And everybody knows Miami, the Miami Dolphins owner, loves big names. Loves awesome. them. He's from New York. He loves big names. So
1: Usually for the wrong reasons.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I think two is still going to be a good question. No, no, I'm not say. saying Tua would be the wrong reason. I'm saying they're past. <laughs> okay, guys, when we come back, we're going to get into some baseball conversation. There were stories coming out on the major leagues. What is the Players Union going to do with some of these contracts if the season gets cut short? We will get into that when we come back here on Below the Mic.
0: It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.
1: Trump's.
2: <laughs> Speedy is an idiot. He knows how to use vibrators. He I don't you coming here. Come in here. I'm all my time. I wanna kick him in the butthole. That was the first number. The new number is 631-971-8070. I love this track. You see, this is a track that I want to write to. I will write to this song. All right. Next week, get on it. (laughs) I will. you got to send me the track, and I will write a song. I will do this on one show. I will write lyrics to the song that fit to the song. And then I will sing it during our show, or re rhyme it on our show. <laughs> It'll be really, really fun. I <laughs> are singing in a
1: different language. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, I don't know the track, so but I know the you know I know I know I'm the, the like, track, having, but I don't know the words. As you guys know, you can follow us by going to our website at worldwide sports or Now, I want to get into this baseball conversation. And there was a story coming out today that Speedy actually relayed to me before the show started that the major leagues, the MLB, is right now trying to negotiate something with the players and the players' union that if the season is cut short, yes. If the season is cut short, that the MLB what, Speedy? You can give that to me, Speedy, because I don't know what you're doing. What 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 was the story? I got it. The story
1: was that Major League Player Union is. They're filing a complaint against the owners who are apparently not going to pay them their full salaries if the season is cut short. Obviously, there's no announcement on how long the season's going to be cut short yet. Rob Manfred has not said that yet, but the season is going to be at least pushed to mid-May, which leads us to believe that the season could be cut short. So as a result, they would not get their full salaries of what they would able to get paid this year. They would probably have some formula to figure out how much they would get paid. They would get paid for whatever the game amounts are, etc. And then there's also a matter of service time, which would, could affect future arbitration hearings and future contracts with players too, which obviously means they wouldn't get paid as much as quickly either. So they're filing that, though, that against the owners right well, now. Well,
2: they're filing grievances right now to the ownership and the GMs of the MLB. Now – I understand what the players are saying. And, and to me, I don't care if it's half season, full season. They should make all the money that was offered to them. The contract is a contract. Right. It states in the contract they should get paid. Now, let me ask you guys a question. If you're a player and you get hurt, like Ioannis Cespedes, who's been hurt practically two <coughs> years, he still got paid all his money. He got every yeah. single dime from the New York Mets. Every single dime. If it wasn't from the Mets, it was, because, it was because of the insurance policy that every single player, every single team has an insurance policy on every single player. If they miss a certain amount of games or a whole season, that the the insurance policy will pay the player. So why is it that right now where the league is, and because of the coronavirus right now, that the league is saying to the players that if the league is cut short for the season, that all the players aren't going to make their full contract money for that year. Right. Especially since it's guaranteed money. Guaranteed money is guaranteed money. Now, About this how is... How bad a contract could look. This is another bad thing, and it's going to be another hex on Rob Manford's, you know, career as a G, as the commissioner of the major leagues. Mm-hmm. You, you see the Astros situation? That wasn't handled right. And now this situation... Remember, the players don't have any say in Rob Manford keeping his job, but the owners do. And if the players tell the owners they don't like Rob Manford or they don't like the situation that they're in under Rob Manford's reign. Well, then the owners are going to have to look at that because these, if the players aren't very happy where they are, they're going to want to be traded and they're going to want to out of the organization, especially if the owner's not listening to their star players, like a Mike Trout or an Aaron judge or a Mookie Betts or any one of these guys that are superstar players in the league. Mm-hmm. So, my thoughts with the major leagues and in the MLB is Rob Manford should not be making a deal with the Players Union. He shouldn't make a deal with any of anybody, any of the players or any of the owners. Here's the deal. Your contract states you're making $19 million for that year. You're making $19 million. It doesn't matter how many games. 50, 60, 100, 150, 162. If, you're, if your contract states that you're going to get paid that money, that's what you get paid. Right, and also
1: there's going to be outliers both ways, too, where you're going to have guys that maybe if they played a shortened season, strived in that, and then would have fallen off, or vice versa. So you just don't know. You don't know what would have happened. Obviously, there still can be a full season. We don't know that yet. But there also could be a shortened season where we don't know how the stats would have lied and how the impact and, again— the war, the other analytical stats for win probability, how that would have mattered. So, we again, it could have been many different combinations. That's why you can't just get rid of the money just because there were less games. There could be, you could we don't know.
2: Players do that. Uh, there was a story coming out that Pete Alonzo grants longtime Mets fan the his, her biggest wish. There was a story coming out of New York Mets camp, which he's right now at the New York Mets camp. He actually reached out to a New York Met fan who's about I, I forget how old she is. She's a pretty old I think she's eighty two. She just turned mm-hmm. eighty two. And Pete Alonzo actually sent her an autograph it looks like an autograph picture of of him and he actually goes on Skype and sits and talks to her. For a significant amount of time. She knows how to
1: use Skype? Nice. Well,
2: they probably set it up for her because he can't go over there to her house. Right. Because of the coronavirus. No, I
1: understand. I'm just saying she would know how to use Skype. Well,
2: I'm sure somebody went over there or her daughter or her son. Somebody helped her. But, I mean, it's an interesting story because Pete Alonso is becoming a superstar. Mm -hmm. Not only in the Mets world, but in the Yankees world, too. Uh, You're talking about the biggest superstars in New York right now. You would say the Yankees, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge didn't play. A whole season last year, Pete Alonso did. Pete Alonso hit 50 home runs last year. Aaron Judge hasn't hit 50 home runs in two years. Mm-hmm. So right now, the big name right now in New York is not Aaron Judge. It's probably Pete Alonso, or you can you could probably look at Torres. Glaber Torres is another young stud right. who hit 40 home runs last year, but and he's a shortstop. But the big superstar is Pete Alonso, and Pete Alonso, he he said. <laughs> He has done everything right. He has done every single thing right as far as what I've seen on and off the field for the New York Mets.
1: Very selfless superstar, too.
2: Absolutely. Um, Chris Sale to undergo Tommy John surgery. It's a very, very interesting story because uh, a lot of people are playing fantasy and they're starting to pick their fantasy teams. One, my chief, who reached out to me to help me. Me and Speed have been helping him. Pick his team right now for his twelve-man uh, fantasy league for the Suffolk Police, and we've been picking out some players for him. And uh, thank God we didn't tell him Chris Sale because, obviously, in the last year and a half Chris Sale has not been the same player. And a lot of people believed when the Red Sox made that trade for Chris Sale, a lot of a lot of owners and a lot of GMs didn't like the trade because. Not that Chris Sale wasn't a good pitcher. They gave up too much. They gave up too much. And Chris Sale's throwing – the way he throws the ball on you know, going low and using a lot of his arm and his elbow. It won't help him age well. Um, And the way he throws hard. He throws 96, 97 miles per hour. A lot of people thought that eventually he's going to need Tommy John surgery. And it comes out today that he's going to need Tommy John surgery, which means he's not going to play at all this year and probably won't play until midseason next year. So the Red Sox, who just gave him a huge contract last year, is going to be sitting out without Chris Sale's for at least two years. So, yes, he won a World Series because of cheating. Mm-hmm. but And that's what you brought Chris Sale's in is to win a World Series. But also, you paid him a significant amount of money. I think it was $140, $150 million. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you're not going to have him for almost two years. And that's two years less on his contract that you're going to have to pay him. So... Let me ask you this question. Even though there's a half a season, Chris Sale is out for the season. He's not going to get paid all his money. He's absolutely <laughs> going to get paid all he his money. To. It's guaranteed money. Guaranteed money is guaranteed money. So I don't understand this 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 situation right now that Rob Manford and the owners are think right. that they're going to get over on the baseball union and say, you know what? We're not going to pay them. I'm sorry. You're going to have to pay him. You, you pay injured players. You're going to have to pay him. So, I, yeah. I don't understand. You that. have to
1: account for every circumstance. People, players could leave on personal leave all the time. Then they're gone for a week or two, and then they don't play for a while. They get hurt. I, things happen, and the circumstances have to be constant no matter who you are in order for paying players. It's guaranteed money. You pay guaranteed money to everyone. Could I pay, could I pay
2: guaranteed money to beat you on the head with something? How much? Well, it's not going to be a six figure. Well, then no you think somebody's going to give you six figures to beat you on the head with something? Nobody's going to give you six figures. I don't think anybody will give you $5 to do that. Okay, well then, no deal. Well, it's a deal for me. I could do it anyways. Oh, God. (laughs) When do you think baseball is going to start,
1: May or June? Uh, I think it will be June because I think May... I think they're going to try to wait it out until mid-May, and then they're going to see what happens kind of thing. But I feel like there's going to be another setback, or they're going to maybe ease the season. And I think what they'll end up doing, I do think they'll try to play the full season, but I think there's going to be a lot of double-headers mixed in, and I think the season will end later as a result. But again, they're also trying to account now for the amount of reduction in terms of the games. Obviously, how much would you delete? How much would you would you get rid of interleague play? How, how would you manage with the schedule? Is going to be the question. So, again, I don't know how they could do that without trying to keep the full season. Again, unless they just play. All right, this is what your second half schedule would have been, but that could be caused to be lopsided. So, I think that's what they're going to try to do. And as a result, I think you're going to see a lot more double headers as a result as well because of that. Because again, I don't think they want to extend it where it goes all the way to the. 2021. I think you're gonna see it where they're gonna at least keep it in the calendar year, but at the same time, there are gonna be teams that benefit in those circumstances if those schedules are uneven. So I think they are going to try to make it where it's 162 games still, no matter what, even if it means playing maybe twenty, twenty-one double headers in a season.
2: Six three one, nine seven one eight zero eight zero seven zero right I think it's eight zero seven seven eight zero seven zero yeah there you go <laughs> I, I I always forget the nine seven one I'll, have to, I'll have to post it so I will remember it because it, it keeps going back and forth but uh, I want to apologize to the fans if we're going in and out of our radio show there's some internet problems, but eventually it will get fixed, uh especially when we're done with the show but there you go it, it's working now, don't touch anything speedy but I, I do want to I do want to finish up with. This particular story that is coming out right now. I I know a lot of people in sports are upset. Especially, I'm sorry, a lot of people that are sports fans are upset that there are no sports going on right now. And I'll tell you this, it's very, very hard to speak about sports on a radio show when there's no sports going on. It really is. And that's why we do debates and we do all these... Different, different topics that kind of throw off sports, make people laugh, and have them enjoy, entertain, be entertained for uh, a couple of hours where we can have you laughing and then you can go home or hang out with your girlfriend or hang out with your boyfriend or whatever, whoever's listening to the show, and, and enjoy themselves after the show. There is a story coming out that baseball fans are – if baseball is not going to happen this year, and, and this this is what I've read uh, through a story, that fans are going to have um, – they're going to go crazy. They're going to do stupid things off the field. Uh, I'm talking about you – know, you saw what happened in the Super Bowl with the Philadelphia fans after the, they won the Super Bowl, <laughs> turning cars over. Uh, Classic to,
1: Philadelphia.
2: It uh, happened uh, – what uh, college – college team that won a uh, national title that happened to a couple of years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Was it Villanova? I don't think it was Villanova. There were other fans that um, something happened. I forget what college. It was either college football, or college basketball that they were flipping over cars and Burning cars down. I think it was Virginia. If it was if whoever won that Virginia and Georgia Tech, whatever. Virginia couple. won last year, so <laughs> then it was that year. Okay.
1: So and Ugh, I had to be reminded of that. <laughs> why? Because I always picked on Virginia. Well, I'll I was pick right on, on you because you. Are, I was right on them. On you the,
2: sit here like you don't know what I'm talking about, and then you all of a sudden you remember, and then you you spit it out. So I don't know, but I think fans take sports a little too far. And I understand fans are upset that there are no sports going on. a matter of fact, I'm one of those fans that are not happy sports aren't going on. We would be watching the NCAA tournament right now. But things happen. We're lucky to be alive. We're lucky to be eating. We're lucky to have food. We're lucky to have shelter. Some people aren't as lucky around the world. And I understand people are upset and they're mad that sports – is some people's lives? You know, you you go to work all day, you work your ass off at work. You come home, you take your shower, you eat dinner, and what do you want to do? You want to watch sports, or you want to do, you want to play video games? You can still play video games, but you you can't watch sports. And I think that's what bothers a lot of fans right now—that they got nothing to do after work. The malls are closed for for two weeks. There's nothing open right now. There's no restaurants. There's no Bookstores, There's no nothing open right now. So there's nothing in people's eyes that can occupy them enough where they, they, they can live without sports. But does that mean you're going to go out and cause havoc throughout the nation, throughout the, the streets? Now, <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of movies. I've seen a lot of movies being Gangs of New York. Uh, if you watch the movie at the end of the movie, the people go nuts because they're all getting drafted and they're all getting put in a draft and nobody wants to go into the draft. So they're attacking the rich people because the rich people don't have to go because they got money and they're paying off the world with COVID-19. We don't know how to stop it. We're trying to figure it out right now as a nation, as, as a world, and eventually we'll figure this out. And I think we'll get, we'll get through this. We get through everything. We got through World War I. We got through Korea, even Vietnam when we shouldn't have even been there. Right. We get through things. Desert, desert Storm, even the Twin Towers going down. And that was sad and, and hurtful and so many things. So many people, so many innocent people died. Same thing with this. Many innocent people are dying from COVID-19. Many. There are many, many people that die every single year that nobody even talks about from the flu, right, from pneumonia, from HIV or AIDS or cancer. There are tons of people that die every single year. And yes, we still have sports. We still have music. We still have all the stuff going on, beaches and, and snow storms and all that other stuff to build a snow castle, whatever the heck, sand castle, whatever. You don't go out and you don't cause havoc because the sports the, – and the sports aren't going on right now.
1: Plus, again, it, all, all you're doing is potentially causing more harm where it could delay it even more. If you're outside in these large crowds, we're, we're advised not to be in large crowds. You're going to end up, again, causing more harm outside, causing more harm around people, public places, and just, again – just accept it right now. There's nothing we can do as the public. We're not, we're not in power of anything like that. It's just like the, those people partying yesterday, going to Miami anyway. Just stop being selfish and stupid.
2: As you guys know, you can call us at 631-971-8070. And you can call us at 631-965-4990.
0: You're, you're, you're listening to the World Wide Sports Radio Network.
2: All right, Stevie. Bring it down so you can read the words.
1: Welcome to your life. There's no to find you acting on your. Best behavior, turn your back on Mother, mother Nature.
2: As we are every single Thursday, with the wonderful voice, well, whatever you call it, of Speedy Petey. As you know, the number is 631-971-8... As everybody the knows. Thursday tradition. The Thursday tradition of that track. Love it, adore it, hopefully we don't have to hear Speedy sing it all the time, but uh, it's not that bad. Speedy... So, I'm hoping that in the next week, week and a half, our app will be up. Yes, our app will be up. (laughs) It's been a long time, guys. It's been a long time, but there's a couple of things that need to be fixed on it. But um, hopefully it'll be up, so we're not going to have any problems with that. Speedy, there was a story that came out in the NBA that the NBA will be having charity basketball events Mm -hmm. to raise money for this Covid nineteen. Uh, I'm very surprised with this because they canceled the NCA March Madness. They canceled. Well, they put a suspension on the NBA season, but they're going to play basketball charity games. Does that make any sense to you? Well, again, there's
1: it's for this research for the coronavirus, and maybe I guess in this essence, they're trying to make it where if all their players are healthy they can they can at least play again it's not going to be anything significant they're not going to be they're not going to be 100% effort games they're going to be ex- exhibition games they're, so that could help them potentially get more funding to help people get more tests and help this issue go away faster so i don't mind it in that sense it might hurt in terms of just the individual nba coming back but it might help in terms of getting other things back faster too and getting people back delivering a a their lives, really, because they've been, again, having to be quarantined, having to work from home, stuff like that. So it could help in that essence, even if the NBA is, in essence, taking a sacrifice.
2: I think the NBA as a whole is an organization that's trying to make money, just like the NFL is trying to do that still, where where there's no – Obviously this is not the football season but free agency market and this is the only thing that anybody is talking about when it comes to sports. You can't go to the NBA free agent market, the free agency market because the NBA season's not over and the playoffs haven't even begun. If if the season were to start today, were to start today, we would practically be in the playoffs. We would be right into the playoffs. But because the NBA season was suspended, I think uh, with 17 16 games <clears throat> left, by the time the NBA comes back in June and they finish those 16 games, if they finish those 16 games, you got to go through the playoffs. It won't be over until mid-August, end of August, for the NBA season. Right. And you think about that, and then the NBA season starts in October, you're going to have to push it off. This might change everything for the NBA. Everything. Mm-hmm. If they don't push
1: it off, too, there's going to be a lot of load management in the beginning of the season. So that will have the season struggle in its own essence, too. I just think, in terms of one keeping the guys that are healthy, at least we that we know of, in basketball shape, it's it's a good thing. I mean, again, they're not going to play high intensity games. They're going to play recreationally. They're going to play three on three. But that has two. nothing to
2: do with COVID nineteen. It doesn't matter no, I know how that. you play recreational. Well, no, it's right. It's a charity intense. game. It's a charity game. That, one game or many games? Many games. There's going to be many games. So you're going to play many charity games. Why don't you just start the NBA season? Why don't you just start the NBA season with no fans and get through the regular season so you can have the playoffs win? Well, I don't mind it for the money purposes, though. If they're going to donate this to charity to help the cause— So that, donate the last 16 games for charity instead of playing so you're charity okay,
1: games. Okay, so you're saying all ticket sales—well, no, there's not going to be any no ticket, ticket sales. No ticket sales. Well, there's no ticket sales anyway, but uh, any revenue
2: they get is going to go to this— How are they going to get revenue if the fans are not allowed to go to the games?
1: No, I'm talking about the, the team revenue and the TV revenue kind of thing.
2: Okay, so they're going to play games without any fans in front of a camera so they can sell and make money for revenue to help people for COVID-19. Is that what you're saying? Or charity, whatever. I, yeah, I'm how are, they making, out, how I'm are tr- they making money for I'm trying charity? to figure out how the NBA, playing the NBA actual games would help for the charity. I'm trying to figure that well, out. Well, how are you going to have a charity game – and actually make money through the charity if there's no fans there. How are you making money? It might be a collective thing with the players. I so don't why know. can't you do that? Why can't you do that in regular 16 games left of the NBA maybe season? Maybe they're
1: again. Maybe they're trying to make it where it's not just us that are trying to come back. We're doing it to help other people too. Get tests that can't afford
2: to get tests. Or again, other people that have trouble. What are you talking about? The COVID nineteen. Yeah, right now, right. the test will be out fully for every single hospital and every single doctor's office that's open, and it will be free. It, the test will not cost one cent to anybody here in the United States. So the tests have nothing to do with the money. So you can't. It could help
1: speed up the process, though. As speed
2: well, what process up? What are you talking about? Testing people, Testing so they people. know if they it have. Takes it takes five seconds to test somebody. Speedy. Takes five seconds. When you get a flu, when you get a flu test, how long does it take? They either send it, they send it to the hospital to get even further tests. They usually know if you have it or you don't.
1: Sure, but it also is more money means more availability, which means it can get done in in a faster amount of time. Now, I don't know who's been tested, who's been not. I don't know how what percentage of the population, but
2: we're we're well, the a, test just we're a lar- came out like
1: in the last couple of days. Right. So it's a large percentage of the population that could be tested. Where. That process could be done in maybe
2: five less days if they had all this extra money. So let me get this straight: the NBA they want to have charitable games so they can make money to raise money for COVID nineteen and some of the fans, the families that don't have money. That's what they're doing instead of having and starting the regular season where there's 16 games left. Play the 16 game. Play let all the teams play their 16 16 games and sell and give all the money that they make. Throughout their charity, posing on the TV, whatever the heck they're going to be doing, um, why can't they do so it So you want much? to have
1: it through the players' charities is what you're saying? Whatever no, they I'm have? saying
2: that – what I'm saying is the NBA should finish the season. if They don't have to have fans. If they're trying to make money through a charity, use the games as the charity games as the rest of the regular season – and then whatever you make from the 16 games that they have left for each team, it goes to charity. Okay. That's what I that's would fair. do.
1: That's fine. Why
2: right. have a charity game where you're still putting the players at risk to get COVID-19? It doesn't make sense.
1: Okay. That's reasonable. I just didn't know if there's any way to do that with the teams. So that, that's what makes it hard. Because I think the way they were doing it and having it set up was individual-based and or maybe just small groups.
2: I don't know. I, I think the NBA needs to... Start worrying about when's the season going to start, and stop worrying about charity games. Uh, there, all these players have millions and millions of dollars, and so did the, and, and the NBA is a billion dollar organization. If they want to give and donate charity charity money, go dig inside your pockets and, and send charity money to. Uh, some of these organizations, you don't need to have charity games to raise, to take money from us. You should be, the players should be opening up their pockets like Russell Wilson. And um, what's his wife's name? Um, Sierra Sierra, what they did yesterday for food, for people that don't have enough money for food because of this whole situation where people are losing their jobs and, and, and losing a lot of opportunities to make money because they, a lot of places are, cold, are closed down. So to me, that's what players should be doing, opening up their pockets like Russell Wilson and Ciara did and giving giving it to p- families that need money where they can buy food and they can help out for uh, paying off their houses or, or their mortgages. That's what I think should be done. You don't have to have a charity game to do that. You don't. So I, I don't understand how these NBA players can honestly sit there and say, you know what, well – We'll play charity games, and the, the fans will support other fans and, and, and help them out. I think it's more of just the speeding she, up process. Speeding up what, Speedy? Think about it this because way. Because think about it, though. Half of, uh, half of America, 50% of Americans don't have jobs right now. How right, are they right. going to dig into their pockets to help other Americans? No, I didn't say that. I said— But that's what they're talking about. They're talking about a charity event. Who's going to pay for it? We're going to pay for it, Right. We're going. They're going to play the games, and we're going to. They're going to have these, this phone number up, and then we're going to call in and give them money. Right? Is that what it is? That's no. Is. I don't
1: think so. I think it's it's their charities. But what it is? What it, do you
2: mean their charities? I don't, either, I don't understand.
1: I think it's either groups of players or or individual players. I'm not sure. So individual know, players
2: are playing the game so they can give charity. All I know, yeah. All it I doesn't kn- make
1: sense. All I know is that the players the the NBA is only letting the players that have been tested do it, which is why I think they're trying to do this now so at least they can get some money out. Because it's going to take a while to test the entire league because the entire league has thousands of players. They've got G League players, etc. That, that's why I think they're doing it now. They're trying to figure it out maybe bef- so they could so, pre- preview so, it so right so before So let me the ask you a question because
2: th- this is throwing me off. The players are going to play in the game and they're going to give the charity money towards the game? Is that what you're saying? It's for their charities. I guess whichever players, I don't know which specific charities they are. but So how are they going to raise it? The players are going to put money towards it? I don't understand. Because usually when you have a charity event, the players go there or they play in this game. And then we, as the fans, are donating money to help out their charities. So how are they going to do that when half the people... In America, 50 or 55% of the Americans right now, they don't have jobs. So, what are, they, what are they trying to do? How are they trying to raise money here? That's what I want to know. Because if we're going to pay for their charity and nobody has jobs, people can't even pay their mortgages, how is that going to benefit us? How is that going to benefit uh, the United States?
1: I'm not saying everybody would do it. I'm just saying they're because of what we the NBA about is trying earlier. to find
2: a way to make a buck.
1: And, and to me, no, it's ridiculous. I don't think the NBA would profit off of this. It would, no, it, be, it would be all charity money.
2: Charity money from us, Speedy. You're not getting the point here. Right. That's so the, a, well, how would the NBA profit then? They're, they're profiting by bringing fans to their product. Oh, look what the NBA is doing. They're trying to raise money to help this organization and help that organization. That's what the NBA – they want to be the center of attention. But what they're really doing is asking money from us that we don't have.
1: Right. Now, my point is because – not everybody would do that. I don't think he would be. Nobody's going to do that, Speedy. Nobody's going to do that. People would be, could be desperate enough to do that if they are missing sports that much.
2: I'm telling you right now, there is not one fan out there that will, except maybe Snug, that we're going to put on right now. What's going on, Snug?
3: Oh my goodness. What's going on, man? Twice in, twice in one week. Yes. Listen, there's a, there's a couple of streams of revenue that they can get from this. First of all, There will be corporate sponsors that are going to be willing to sponsor it. Obviously, it's going to be on TV because no one's going to be there, right? So there are people who will pay for advertising during that, especially if they're getting credit for donating to these things. The second course of uh, funding that they can get is they can always do GoFundMes or they can put up, uh, you know, different ways for folks to donate directly to the charities while they're watching the game. So there's a lot of revenue to be had. And actually, it's a really smart move right now because people are bored uh, I know that we've right, been saying. forced to work from home and I mean it's terrible so yeah there, there's, there's lots and lots of money out there there's a lot of pent up boredom so people will definitely pay for it you could also do a pay per view if you did it tournament style yeah, but pay, like people that.
2: don't have money right now why would people go out and spend money when they don't have money 55, or,
3: 50,
2: have money? 55 or 56% of the Americans of the American population don't have jobs anymore Nobody over here in New York right now. The malls are closed. Every single diner, every single restaurant is closed. Everything is pr- practically closed except 7-Eleven, food markets, and, and gas stations. That's it. Now these people are losing money. Now I understand they have a furrows. Some, so especially at uh, you know the United States, and, and Donald Trump says he's going to give a thousand dollars to people that don't work. And what's a thousand dollars going to do from a person that's missed what? four or five weeks worth of work, maybe even six weeks weeks worth of work. It's not going to help anybody, Snug. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help me. That won't even buy you your cupcakes.
3: (laughs) Well, $1,000 would last me at least three days worth of cupcakes, so I would appreciate the infusion of cash. (laughs) But you've got to remember that not everyone's broke. Not everyone's out of money. Not everyone is, is, is... I mean, certainly. Do you want to? Snug, snug, snug,
2: snug, snug. If you had money right now, which you probably do, and that's why you're saying it, you have money. Are you? Do you want to put your money into something where you don't even know when the next time you're going to go back to work?
3: It's entertainment. Would you? Would you spend money to go to a movie right now?
2: I'm not going to spend any money to watch a bunch of basketball players play when I don't have money. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. If it. It doesn't mean anything. It's a charity event, and they're trying to make money. You know what these players need to do? They need to open up their pockets. They're multimillionaires. They have money. They've got a lot more money than we do. Why don't they, instead of doing these charity events, why don't they open up their pockets and do that? How's that sound? That, that to me, means more than us open up our pockets and trying to help them. You get what I'm saying? I, I they're I, not
3: keeping the money they're giving it to charity i i understand,
2: so they're, I understand they're what playing they're
3: playing the game just to play the
2: game well they shouldn't be doing that they should finish the regular season right now there's 16 games left and do that as a charity play the rest of the games and get into the playoffs by then the playoffs will be ready ready to begin probably in May or June and we'll be ready to go
1: so you're going to you would rather wait for have, to have all the players tested first and then just resume the regular season yeah. and just delay the amount of the charity process yes okay
2: until the season begins, until we, we get back to work and we can afford it. Because we can't. There are a lot of people. I'm telling you right now, I know people that are they can't pay their mortgages right now, Stuck. They can't pay their mortgages sure. right now.
3: because There's they, always going to be things like that. I mean, it's unfortunate, but what they're trying to do is help folks like that. I would assume that's what charities that they, they represent. Are. I don't know what charities they represent. There are still plenty of companies. Right now, the toilet paper companies are flush with cash, right? Literally. and, and Which afforded. I don't understand that.
2: Anyways, <laughs> whatever.
3: So what I'm saying is there, it, it, let's not act like the entire country is broke. It's not the case. I'm not
2: saying now, the entire they country have the same is
3: broke. Revenue streams as normal, but there are people who are willing to donate. And if, even if they play the games on television for free and have GoFundMes and those sort of things, and they don't charge anything to watch, right? It's entertainment. If they're raising money for a good cause. No, They're not asking for any money for this. Right? They're just playing a game. So why not throw it out there? And if you don't like it as a consumer, then just don't consume it. Nobody L- cares. Listen, I'm not but saying I don't like is, it as a consumer. I'm a gonna, what, thing.
2: Listen, I'm not saying I won't like it as a consumer. What I don't like is they're asking people right now for money when right now the country doesn't have any money. They're having problems right now. You're talking about President Trump saying that he's going to give a trillion dollars away to people that don't have work, that haven't worked. So obviously you're asking money money right now that people don't have. That's the way I'm looking at it.
3: And, but nobody's and, mandating they give the money. I understand that. But only people who want to give I, the money are giving I money. I understand. I understand that. So folks that. putting it on television are taking the risk of putting it on television. I'm I'm going to bet that they're taking little or no money to put it on television. I understand all this. Or to broadcast the game. I understand so all this. What do you care if they're asking for a charity? There's but, charities out there that you probably don't agree with that you'd never donate money to, even if you're flush with gas. Right? I'm always donating money. Dollars.
2: I'm always donating money, even when I walk into a Seven Eleven. Well, what I'm, I'm saying is, there's
3: dollar. some charity out there you don't agree with, right? I promise there's probably
2: one probably. I would say so yes. So whether
3: you're pro-life or pro-choice is a great example. There's charities on both sides. Whichever you are, it's just fine. I don't care. What I'm saying is there's one of those you wouldn't donate to because you're offended by something they believe. And that's okay. Similarly, if you're offended by this, and just walk away from it. No, I'm not, aff- I'm not offended. This, I- I'm offended by the money NBA. To ask- the
2: money. I'm offended by the NBA by asking people for money when right now this stuff is going on. The NBA should not be the, asking for the money. The NBA right
3: is now. not asking people I, for money. The players are asking. They're stepping outside the NBA.
2: All right, the players are asking for money from people for that, charity, from charity for people that don't really have money right now. How about this? Right now, if you look at the the stock market, stock market's never been so low. It goes up, it goes down. It goes up, it goes down. It goes down, it crashes. Okay, so and now you're going now the players are, want to do a charity charity games to raise money and ask people that don't have jobs they don't have jobs 55 or 56% of americans right now do not have jobs and you're asking them, you know what? Uh, do you have a dollar to spare? Do you have fifty cents to spare? Do you have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollars to spare. When right now they've got all the money in the world to spare, they should be sparing their money and worrying
3: about themselves
2: and worrying if they want to do a charity, let them open a pocket pockets. They're making thirty, forty
3: million yeah, well, dollars see, a year. that's that's short sighted because obviously their skill is worth a tremendous amount of money. They signed forty million dollars to so, forty million they, dollars. Do they not sign? Yes, yeah, they so they sign big contracts for us to watch them do this, right? And they're essentially willing to do this for us for free right now, in exchange for asking you if you want to, not even you have to, if you want to give some money to my charity. I'd appreciate when you
2: put when you put basketball on the TV. You know, people are gonna, they they, and there are a lot of good people out there, aka me, that will open up their pockets even if they don't have it to give it to people, and, and rather. Give it to somebody that doesn't have it and starve themselves when I think that's wrong. I think the NBA player should be opening up their own pockets. You want to put something on a game? Don't make it a charity game. Play some exhibition games to get fans to to have something on TV, to enjoy something on TV until basketball comes back. Don't charge people. You're, You're not charging people. You're asking people to please give a charity, okay?
3: Please. So every time there's a charitable commercial on television, That's you do give it money.
2: That's different. That's different.
3: Right now, they're right like not listening. They're not even offering you anything. Right now, they're just asking you for money. At least these guys are offering snug. you a product and saying, if you want to embrace the product, snug. you can take it, and if not, leave it there.
2: Half the United States is not working. More than half the United States is not working. You're asking the United States to give them money. I, I'm sorry, I'm not doing they, it. But they're. Not
3: mandating it. I know that are not they're, saying you Speedy, can't consume Speedy, it without has, money. Has, is he not so understanding and comprehending doing it or not? If you don't like it, turn it off. It's not about if because I don't like it. Who do have money. It's not that there I don't like it. No, like it's it. not so it's, leave out there, no,
2: this has nothing to do with me liking it or not liking it. It's the fact that you should not be asking anybody right now so the way the world is are, going.
3: Well your contention is that there is a moral problem with this. AKA you don't like it. Which is fine. Then turn it off and walk away. Why am I going to turn it off? But what I'm saying is that there are a bunch of people who do like it.
0: And even if they only want to
3: yeah. give a quarter of 50 cents, let them give a quarter of 50 cents. It's no, and there are plenty of people who still have money, who still have jobs, who still have revenue. And let them to donate if they feel like it. Mm. And if they don't make any money on it, then guess what? Everyone watch the basketball game. With world class players for free. And you
2: know damn well they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't think they were going they weren't gonna make money. So get out of here, Snug.
3: They know but that they're putting... not making money. They're donating it's I, charity. I, There's no money being they made are... for them. It's for per- and again, it's reallocating money to people who again, need it. Again,
2: I understand what you're saying, but they wouldn't be doing it if they weren't going to get money out of it—not for themselves, for their charities. Are you comprehending? So they're here? terrible
3: people for oh, donating a, oh, yeah. a world-class skill oh, oh, yeah. for free. Charitable, yeah, charitable. Saying, if you feel like giving yeah. money, yeah, if they feel, bro, if they you're feel. wrong on this no, one, and I'm you not, know it. I'm not wrong if on this. You're I'm not way wrong off on this. On Nobody this. You may have a moral problem with it. This has fine. nothing to do with morals. This has nothing to do with morals. Doing nothing unethical, really. Really? Nothing you unethical? You're asking
2: for, for money. You're asking for money for people that don't have it right now. Sorry, I'm not doing you're, it. You, that's short-sighted. Let's say 75% of people don't have a job. short
3: 25% still do. All right, so There's you're asking them for money? when in Americans. Oh, my God.
2: You're, not, you're That's not, millions of people. That's millions of people. You're, at, you're still asking for somebody to donate money. That but even, you don't
3: have to give it. It's not like they're going to turn again, off your TV if you again, don't Again,
2: I understand that, but you're not getting the point here. You're asking our country to help out and give charitable, uh, charitable money when you're the one that has $30, $40 million in your pocket that you're making so off this season.
3: Donating their skills. Oh, oh that's been, so great. Oh my god, they're okay, donating so their skill. You, if you put on a worldwide sports basketball tournament, mm-hmm. with all due respect to you fine gentlemen, I might pay to watch speedy play. I'll say that. <laughs> but after that, right, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna pay nobody's gonna donate to that. I mean you might raise a couple hundred bucks, maybe, right? These guys, everybody knows them, everyone follows them on Instagram, everybody pays hundreds of dollars for tickets during the season, right? New York's very expensive, I understand. Mm-hmm. So Shut these up, guys are, are going, Hey, guess what? You don't have to pay anything to watch something you'd normally pay a tremendous amount for. If you can fare, please give us something. And if not, just watch the game. Mm-hmm. They're, they're only doing wrong it. Or a bad thing they're only
2: do? doing it because they know there's no sports on TV, and they know they can Which draw. The, could make people more desperate. Get more desperate to draw and spend money. That's why they're doing it. Right, but it could make people <laughs> more desperate where they the want to buy that's it That's The so. whole
3: point It's the product is not is not built from the fact. Listen, that good Americans are. It. It. They feel obligated to do it. it. So if you have that good Americans
2: milk. good Americans are always obligated to help people including me even if I didn't have it I would still be obligated because I'm a good person to help people but you want to know something these people these world class uh, class athletes that are going out there and playing a charitable game they're asking money when they have 30 40 million dollars be Russell Wilson Go into your pockets. Dig deep into your pockets. Every one of these athletes should be giving 100000 hundred thousand, two hundred thousand 200000 to help the United States. You don't know, not that put they're a charity. Not. They're not. But why can't they do both? You
3: don't know that, though. Have you heard I anything? Know.
2: Have you seen anything? The only person I've be- seen that do Because
3: you don't know doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Because oh, I'll tell you. Snug. Come on. One of my they lottery to... fantasies, if I ever won, was to be able to hand somebody a check for a million dollars at a charity and say, don't ever mention my name. Because I don't want the credit for it.
2: Snug. Snug. It's about the charity. Sorry, snug, in so my, in, you in my eyes... You don't know that. You're,
3: you're making assumptions. I'm, I'm not making assumptions, assumptions anyways. When you qualified. hear charities...
2: and Yeah, there are some people that don't want to talk about what they invest and what they put into their charities. These, I'm sorry. I'm not even going to get into this because it's just going to go back and forth with me and you. I'm, I, I disagree. I don't agree to this. And if the NBA wants to do this play the rest of the NBA season if that's the way they want to do it, and stop with this charity crap because you're just asking money right now. They're asking people to open up their pockets to help other people when they don't have it. But not all the players are tested yet. so I'm not even talking not, about that. I'm not why even not about add that.
1: a couple games before all the players are tested, then do your idea. Then it's even more money.
2: Thanks, Snug. <laughs>
3: Bro, it sounds like you hate charity if you're not careful. That's nothing.
2: No, it has nothing to do with hating charity and stop putting words in my mouth because it has nothing to do with it. You're putting words in my mouth. That annoys me. I'm not saying that I hate charities. I'm saying that I hate the NBA where they think that they're going to draw people to go and open up their pockets to help other people when they don't even have jobs. That's what I'm saying, and there are people that will do that because there are good people out there, people like me that are willing to open up their pockets. They've, I've given a lot of money to charity, a lot of time to charity, and a lot of, I've donated a lot of my time to charity when people are out there right now starving or they don't have enough to feed their children right now because they can't even pay their mortgage. But you know what? The NBA is going to put on a charity event and have people open up their pockets to help help other people. Great idea. Great idea, The IBA. whole point
3: is the charity IBA. raises money to help the people.
2: Um, help the people.
3: So, it, it uh, wait is a that second. That's not what the definition of charity is. It's uh, to help second. people.
2: So, wait a second. I'm going to open up my pockets to help myself? Is that what you're saying? Are you
3: on the list of the no. people they're helping? No. It's quite possibly you are. No, no I'm not. No, I'm not. Probably the folks who are in the most dire need. I would assume that there's a triage to it. Oh, God. I don't think they're just donated to anyone. You don't, get the, you say, don't get the point. You don't get the point. I would like be, some money, you
2: shouldn't. You should not be asking money right now from anybody, except the players or the mo- movie stars or the musicians. So when can you ask it?
3: for money? When is it okay? Because we've established, apparently, in your when mind, we when we all have our okay. jobs back. When we all have our jobs so, back. There are people okay, starving, man. So, 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 hypothetically, China just came out yesterday and said they had no new cases last week. That's right, China. Now, whether that's true or not. That's China. So in a month from now, if they hypothetically come back and say, "All right, we've pretty much got this under control. We're now really not having a whole lot." And there's the work going of-
2: on, and the work, the jobs are all up, and people are working again. That's fine. That's fine doing it. So
3: in a month from now, it would be okay.
2: Yes, but not right now. I would not be asking people to do a charity event right now and trying to trying to help help right now when people don't have jobs. There are people that don't have jobs right now. They're on unemployment. Making $350 instead of $1,000 a week. You think, you think they want to open up their pockets and take the little bit of money that they have in their pockets and give it to other people right now? They want to help their families. So I, I, no, but- I, I'm sorry, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree right now. No. I am nothing against charities. I have something against this right now. You should not be asking to help people right now, especially people that are starving right now. I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. Even if I'm a basketball fan, how am I supposed to do it if I'm not making enough money? I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not saying me. I'm talking about if I was a person right now. So if I was a person not making money or don't have a job right now, so that's just my
3: argument so, on this. Well, I guess it's just as good to tell the charities and don't worry about it. You can help less people because... No, you tell you the NBA players that... Right
2: did you tell the NBA's the NBA players to push this off and not bring this up until people are back to work making money so they can afford their mortgages and afford the toilet paper so that by they your buy.
3: definition, the greatest need would be right this minute, right? Because everyone's out of jobs. So by your definition, right now is when people need the money the most. Yes. But we I wouldn't can ask for the money for when, when people go back to work and then they don't need the money. That's when we stop it. No, not, not,
2: no, I didn't say that they don't need That's the money. Oh, goodbye. You said you, Did
3: you not say that when the, they go back to work... Do you understand what I'm saying, Speedy, or is just trying time? to...
1: You understand what I'm saying? Somewhat, or? somewhat, because I do think you're right to an extent. It's just, again, the ch- he's right where the charities need it more in this instance because there are people that haven't been tested yet, and there's people, again, this virus continues to get the, new
2: First of all, the tests are for free. The tests are free right now. I work in a hospital. They are going to be free. Well, they're not, Right. They're not going
1: to charge the people, but they might need the materials to do that. They might need the accessibility in the, in the hospitals. So it, the, the process could be sped up in this instance.
2: It's, it's, to me, it's not going to help anything. It's not going to do anything right now. It's going to make it worse. That's just me. I, I don't think it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit. If, a, if they're going to do the charity games right now when people don't have work and they're not working right now, I think it's a bad idea. That's just my opinion.
3: Thank you, Snug. Of course, anytime, gentlemen. It's always a pleasure.
2: Always, Snug the cat calling up, having his own opinions. I'm not. I'm not arguing that he was wrong. I'm just arguing that the NBA is wrong for asking people right now when 56 or 57 percent of the population right now in the states are not working, and they might not be working for. Right now, it's two weeks. It could be three weeks. Or four weeks from now. Could you imagine not having work? You've worked since the day you were born. Not the day you were born. But 14, 15 years old. And now all of a sudden you're not working. And and it's not because you were laid off or fired. It's because of the coronavirus. Come on. And you're asking to do a charity event where you're going to ask these people to put money or help out. I mean, you have to help out your own families. (sighs) I'm sorry. I, I disagree. If they want to do that, the 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 players, the movie stars, these uh, the people that have they should do that too. Nobody's denying no, that. No, I'm not saying they should do it. I'm saying the people that have a significant amount of money, if they want to do that, they can do it. But you shouldn't be asking people, and they're not asking people. They're they're asking to do a good deed, and right now it's not the right time to do this. It is not the right time to do this. If it was a hurricane in, in Tennessee and people are trying to raise money for Tennessee and the whole world is not in this havoc, that's fine. You have the whole United States and the world in a panic, and you're going to put on a charity event? It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. That's all I'm going to say, and I think it's wrong that the NBA and the NBA players are doing it. That's just my opinion. If they think that this is going to work and this is going to help and this is going to raise money – or whatever they're thinking in their, in their brains to this situation. I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong. That's all I'm going to say. 631-971-8070. I think I nice. got it right. Nice, twice in a row. There you go. I got it right. As you guys know, you can follow us by going to our website at worldwidesportsradio.com and follow us and search us on all the social media platforms. I know Jeff from Tampa tried to call because I'm sure he's doing the exact same thing. Snug wants to do attack me, but that's fine. I understand. And I'm going to argue my points. I think Snug was wrong on this. I I do. I think there are points that he made that are absolutely right. But right now you should not be asking Americans where this epidemic is going on, not just here throughout the world. And people don't have jobs. 57% of the United States don't have jobs. Could you imagine what the world, what people are not doing in Germany and Australia and all those other places? They're not working either. And you're going to, yeah, we're going to do a charity event and we're going to raise money. How about do a charity event for free and you raise the money out of your own pockets and have all you other players donate the money? Because you have more than enough money to do that and more than enough investment to do it. So why don't you do it? Not ask the United States population or the world population where... Even though they, they, they don't have to do it, but they'll do it because they want to help people. And that's how I am. Even if I didn't have it, I would help people. That's it. That's it for our show, ladies and gentlemen. I will be back tomorrow with Anthony and Rossi. We are going to go into the MMA world and the boxing world here at Caged In MMA. We're going to get into that. Uh, we'll have some special guests, a lot of arguing, so stay tuned for that. It's going to be fun. Uh, we will be back on Monday, me and Speedy, talking sports down to the wire. Debate hour. We'll have two days of debate hour this time. And I, I am going to get two special guests next week as well. Until then, this is Errol Marks and Speedy PD. And below the mic, saying good night, and we'll talk to you then. Good night, everybody.
0: It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.